Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday Sermon. With me today is Pastor Dennis. Thank you so much for joining us. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to, good to be here. Uh, before we dive into today's conversation, if you're new here to this channel, uh, please consider hitting the subscribe button and the little bell subscribe icon button. next to it. Yeah, uh, that way you'll be notified every time fresh content is posted. And without further ado, let's jump into it. Let's do it. So uh, this past uh, Sunday uh, was kind of a transitional uh, sermon before we jump into a new series that James, Pastor James is going to be launching. And um, what I thought was, um, first of all, it was not a good sermon. It was a great sermon. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but you talked about being in the center of God's will, which is, I thought, a really great uh, segue out of uh, this past little mini-series we've been in about the will of God. Um, and there were just a ton of great points um, in this sermon, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to the sermon, you can do so right here on our YouTube channel. So uh, do take some time to do that in addition to uh, today's conversation. One of the things that I wanted to um, bring back and just uh, ask maybe if you could expound upon was one of the, the, the early comments that you made in your sermon, which was this. God wants to communicate with us. The problem is not our worthiness, but our willingness. Can you go a little bit more into that? Yeah, I, I think that uh, a lot of people uh, have this concept that God is kind of hiding out, mm -hmm. or he's not attentive, or he's not uh, interested. Uh, he's more interested in someone else, He's more attentive to someone else. He's not hiding from someone else. So therefore, it's got to be me. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be something wrong with me. But the truth is, is that God really does want to speak to us. Yeah. He really does. Now, now, it, when we use words like speak, when we use words like listen, mm -hmm. when we use words like conversation, we have a very... Uh, uh, this world only view of how those things take place. Mm. And consequently, when we're dealing with the God of all creation, we have to realize that his speaking and our listening and our conversations are going to be, they're going to be different. Yeah. But it's not a question of our worthiness. Yeah. It's not a question of whether God loves me or not. That's got to be a settled fact. Right. It really does. It has to be a settled fact because people use it as a cop-out to not pursuing God and knowing His will. I'll give you an example. This morning, I went back to a, a passage of Scripture that I have gone back to hundreds of times before out of the book of Isaiah. And I'm not even going to tell you what it was but because I didn't even get all the way through it. I got stuck uh, uh, in all of the underlines that I have before that. But it's, that's God speaking to me. God spoke to me. I have to, I have to admit that, that God actually was speaking something deep in my spirit, a thought. I need to go back and I need to revisit that wonderful passage of scripture that meant so much to me years ago. Yeah. Now, I haven't got, I'm going to be doing that all week long, probably, in my quiet time, just going back and rereading those chapters in the book of Isaiah. Why? Yeah. I don't know why, because it's a conversation, hmm. and God wants to say something to me, yeah. and I've got to not just be, I've got to not put it on, well, 
I'm not worthy. Yeah. I've got to decide whether I'm going to be committed to seeking after God, to seeking after yeah. Him. You know, the, 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 there's a passage of Scripture that, that says that He will speak to us in a still, small voice behind us yeah. saying, this is the way, turn ye therein. Right. And I always yeah. have to think of that as hearing this voice and going, what? Who? Yeah. What, what, what was that? What? <laughs> talking to me? Yeah, yeah. It, and it's like, and but that is the way that God communicates with us. And if I will just follow that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I'll go back to Isaiah and reread something. I've, I mean, I found it so rich today. I never even got to the passage because I always start chapters beforehand when, when uh, that's obviously my way of doing things. But but I, I'm, I am just, I was just, I was just taking in mm. this, this comforting word. I mean, it yeah. was like, you know, it, it, it's, yeah, I can't even describe it, but it is so refreshing to feel that God is speaking to me. How is he speaking to me? He's speaking to me from his word. And these words that have been, I've read over and over again, but I'm reading these words, not as if they're for the first time, but just like they're this blanket that gets wrapped around Mm. me and I can just, if I'll pursue him, if I will do it, if I will follow through, if I'll hear that still small voice behind me saying, this is the way. Yeah. Walk here. Mm. Go to Isaiah. Yeah. Read this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such an amazing promise that I think we get so caught up in, like you said at the beginning, that we can get so caught up in I'm not good enough or my problems aren't big enough or you know, God's more concerned with people in higher statuses or whatever the case might be, that we we just miss the fact that no, God loves us and he wants to communicate with us. And, you know, um, I, you mentioned this on Sunday, uh, elsewhere in the book of Jeremiah, it's like God says it again, you know, you when you seek me, you will, you will find, find me. You will find me. And it, it's like, you know, we, we think that God is trying to play hide and seek from us and he's not. He's saying, yes, I want you to pursue me, but I'm making myself available to you. And, and he doesn't, it, there are times in the scripture, and I love it, where he shows up in ways, particularly yeah. in the Old Testament, he shows up in ways that it is it is just you don't even know that it, it you know Abraham Abram at the time didn't even know it was God. Yeah, you know the road to Emmaus. They're walking along with this guy, and this guy is saying, "Hey, what's going on in Jerusalem? You haven't heard? Yeah, haven't heard. He was the one on the cross. Yeah. you know, he was the one coming out of the grave. Yeah. You know." And that's the same way that God deals with us. When we want to hear God, we have to first know that God is going to speak, Mm -hmm. not question whether or not I'm worthy or not, or whether or not he does speak. The Bible's clear, he does. And so when I start there, am I always going to get, no. I've said God said this or God said that and missed it. Yep. that, that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's okay. When I realize that it's not a question of whether I'm worthy or not, yeah. that, it's, that has been a done deal. Right. It's a question as to whether I'm going to pursue. And here, he's the one that's in charge, Travis. Yeah. He's the one that's in charge of how he's going to speak. Yeah. 
But if, but if I am listening in every way that the Bible says I should listen, his word, counsel, yep. waiting in prayer, mm-hmm. those are those three light posts. Yep. If I'm doing those things, then I'm going to hear. Right. I, I, I have a friend um, who's a, who is a remarkable and world-known speaker. Hmm. And he made a comment to me one time that I didn't realize. But he said, you're always so aware of what God wants you to do. And I thought, well, I think he's just, I think he's just trying to compliment me. But then I began to realize how oftentimes I've written to him emails or, and I've said, here's what God wants me to do. Hmm. And the reason that I'm sure of that is not because I'm so confident, but just because I've learned to listen. Yeah. And that shouldn't be uncommon. Right. You know, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a a mystery. And and I think we always expect, you know, God to have this big booming voice, let's say it the Lord, you know. It's wonderful if it is. Absolutely. And and I think God does speak in in those rare occasions. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and, and... uh, we talked about this last Sunday in our home group, you know, looking for the signs. We always want a sign that yeah. God is saying mm-hmm. this, this, and this. And I think, again, does God do that from time to time? Sure. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. He does. Um, I think the 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 way I understand my relationship with the Lord and, and read scripture, I think the bigger desire of God's heart is that we would be willing to pursue him daily on a daily basis. You know, um, just like the hymn, every hour I need thee. Um you know, take up our cross daily. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Um, you know, so there's that, That are we, you know, at first when you said uh, the problem is not our worthiness, but our willingness, my immediate thought was, well, okay, our, what, what does willingness mean? Does willingness mean, well, now I've got to do something with this information or am I willing to do what God's asking me to do? But I think, I think, What's speaking to me more, even in this moment, is am I willing to really pursue the Lord and really yeah. pursue yeah. Yeah. hearing His voice on a daily basis? Yes, there are going to be those times that I'm going to have to decide whether or not I'm going to do what God actually said for me to do. But yeah, I think the bigger the bigger question is, am I willing to really pursue God yeah. and and listen, you know, with the expectation that He's going to speak? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's a, a a a very classic book by a guy by the name of Brother Lawrence. Mm. That was his name. He was a, he was a monk. And 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 this is you know, I don't know how long ago, it is a long time ago. Writes this little book called Practicing the Presence of God. Mm. And he talks about in that book, he talks about he was a cook and a and mm. a, and, a, and ran the kitchen wow. at a monastery. And he practiced the presence of God in everything that he did, whether mm. it was making bread or cleaning the dishes, or whatever it was. He was practicing hmm. that God was always with him. Yeah. And, and, and that book, uh, it was very popular back in the day, but that book is, is, is so true that if we really do believe the scriptures, the scripture says that he will never leave or never forsake. That means he's with me all the time. Yeah. It means that there's this, there's this, not this constant, have you ever been around somebody that talks too much? As an introvert, <laughs> that, that list can get a little. Yeah, yeah. and yet, yes. and yet, how enjoyable it is just to be able to sit with somebody in their presence. Yeah, and that's what we do with God. Yeah, and then we have these conversations with them. 
I talked about, you know, on Sunday uh, being in Kansas and that uh, dear lady that was just so frazzled. And when she said, uh, they called me, I was out feeding my bulls. I'm going, what in the world? You know, and she's telling me all of this stuff. And I just said, I just said, give me your hand. I want to pray for you. And that wasn't because I was so holy. Right. That was because there was this voice going off inside of me that said, pray for her. Pray That's for it. Her. That's it. That was it. Pray for her. That was all. Yeah. And it was something I could ignore. Yeah. It was something I could have come, come out to the truck and said, hey, Mandy, let's pray for this person. Yeah. You know, I could have done all of those things. But it's simply practicing the presence of God. Yeah. God said, pray. Let's just do that. Yeah. And I have this great testimony as a result of it. Yeah. And I wonder how much different our world would be. And and I don't mean the romanticized, like our whole world, although that's true. Our daily life, how much different would that look if we would slow down enough to say, God, would you be with me in blank situation? As I'm walking through the doors of my office, as I'm coming home to my family, as I am washing the dishes, as I am uh, teaching my kids as I, you know, whatever the case might be. Am I, you know, we like to use the analogy of going to the grocery store. As I'm going to the grocery store, you know, God, will you be with me in this time? Um, I wonder how much different our world would look. And I think that's, um, as you pointed out and taught, that's the, I think the first step of being in the center of God's will. Are we pursuing him and are we practicing his presence in every day life? Yeah. And if I could add to that, once again, I'm using these two words all the time, relational or transactional. Right. A lot of times what we're saying is, God, what do you want me to do? Right. What do you want me to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. That's transactional. I'm, I'm relating to God because something I'm going to get out of it or something somebody else is going to get out of it or something God's going to get out of it. Relational is, Lord, we're going into the grocery store. Just open my eyes. Let me see things the way you see them. Right. Oh, I see Bluebell over there. Thank you, Jesus. You know? <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Or it does change when all of a sudden I turn the corner and there is somebody that I know and I was just trying to rush through the store yeah. and get out. And all of a sudden, instead of going, oh, gosh, I got to stop and talk to this person, I'm going, Lord, what are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So... It's not transactional. It's relational. It's, relation. it's a relationship. Yeah. It's a daily walk with Jesus. Yeah, that's good. Uh, just in, in kind of wrapping up, if, if was there anything that stood out to you that really impacted you as you were preparing for uh, this message? Yeah, you know, uh, again, uh, you talk about how do you hear God's voice? Where, where it's, it's uh, you know, it's... Um, we're in Kansas. We're trying to get out the door. I'm running about 20, 30 minutes late. It's 8.30. I wanted to leave at 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And we're driving down the highway, and we pass that that sign you know, mm -hmm. that I had seen before. And I go past it a mile, and I turn around and come back. Mm. Why? Just the Holy Spirit saying, hey, Something's there. Let's take a look. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's as simple as it gets. And what came out of it? What came out of it was a sense that said, 
yeah, we really do need to return to the center of God's will. And what is this, after all of this wobbly world that we've been living in and continue to live in, what is that? What is it? It's just going back to those who are disenfranchised, those who are marginalized, those who are in trouble, those who are in pain, and saying, the kingdom of God is here. Let's see what Jesus will do. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, uh, I, I talked to my friend. I referred to him, uh, uh, you know, in 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 the message. You know, this, this he's a real he is a true road warrior. You yeah. know, and and yet, and I said to him afterwards, I said, okay, when you're in Samaria, the airport, <laughs> when you're in Galilee, yeah. the airplane, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you're in uh, when you're in the far side of the Jordan, the Uber. Yeah, I want testimonies. Yeah. I want. Te- that's what he does. And if we can mm. see, that is where yeah. God is going to care for people. Wow. If we will look at the scriptures, we will see it all over. Yeah, yeah he cared for the people in, 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 in Jerusalem and in Judea. He, yes, he did. But so much of what he did was to the people who were really hurting. Yeah. And instead of looking at the people who were really hurting and saying, I don't want to waste my lunch hour with that. Hmm. To see, Lord, what are you saying? Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah. Let's go do this. That's good. That's good. I just had this great conversation with, with someone uh, about a kid they're meeting with. They met with this morning, and, and the kid is really hurting. And, of course, our intention is, is what do I do? Yeah. And my response is, is just remove his aloneness, be with him, mm-hmm. be with him. Right. And let's see what God will do. Yeah. And that echoes that. And I know that this is a very, a, a personal favorite of yours. Um, just it echoes the story of Job and how oh, his fr- mm. friends, quote unquote, were great friends at the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't until they opened their mouth that they became knuckleheads. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. the, just the, when Job was hurting after all of the devastation that had just taken place in his life, they simply sat and wept with him. Gosh, what great friends. Yeah. What great friends. Yeah, and then they open their mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we all do. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do from time to time, as yeah, well-meaning as we can be. Yeah, yeah, and don't be Job's friends. That's what I always I know. come out with. Right? I know. So, well, thank you so much for taking some time to dive a little bit deeper into your message. Um, again, I thought it was a great message. Again, if you haven't had a chance to listen to this past Sunday's message, you can do so right here on our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this, maybe on our podcast, check out our YouTube channel, uh, Freedom Fellowship Church, or you can go to freedomnb.org to check out all of our messages. Again, if this is your first time joining us and you enjoyed today's content, number one, let us know. Uh, we would love to hear what stood out to you, what blessed you, what encouraged you. Maybe did God share something uh, to you as you were listening to either this conversation or from Sunday's sermon. We would love to hear from you. The other thing is, uh, please consider hitting that subscribe button and the little bell icon next to it to be notified every time new content is posted. Thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments, and we will see you next week. (coughs) Thank you. Thank you. I found out that my... uh...